Welcome to Realm of Faith Radio with Reverend Talks and Akuna Dejuo. This month, we began a new series on the name of Jesus. You will learn how Jesus obtained his name and you will get acquainted with the power back that wonderful name of Jesus. Don't miss any episode. Prayer based on legal grounds is addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus. And you see, what does he mean to pray in the name of Jesus? Jesus said, in that day, he shall ask me nothing. He was talking about a new day that was to come. The day of the new covenant. The day of the new creation. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. How to use the name of Jesus. Part 4, episode 2. Now, the question is this. How then do we use the name of Jesus? How can the name of Jesus be used? How should the name of Jesus be used? Amen. We see in the Bible uh, about seven different uses of that name. That we see in the scriptures we see about seven different uses of the name of jesus first in john 16 23 and 24 jesus gave that charter promise those words startling words that fell from the lips of the man of galilee a charter promise that he gave to the church john 16 23 and 24 he said and in that day ye shall ask me nothing verily verily i say unto you Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. He thought to up till now, have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Now, we notice that prayer based on legal grounds is addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus. We don't pray to Jesus. We can fellowship with Jesus. We can talk things over with Jesus as our Lord. We don't pray to the Holy Ghost. We can fellowship with the Holy Ghost. The Bible speaks in 2 Corinthians 13, 14 about the koinonia, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So we can fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You can talk things over with him. Sometimes you need guidance. Say, Spirit of God, you're on the inside of me. I trust you to show me what to do about this situation. You can do that. Sometimes I want to pray about something. I just tell him, uh, Spirit of God, uh, I prayed about it, this in my understanding the best I know to. I trust you to give me utterance as I pray about it now in the Spirit. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And then I start talking in tongues. So I can I fellowship with the Holy Ghost. We can. But when it comes to prayer, based on legal grounds, it's addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus. Some people pray for Christ's sake. Please, stop praying for Christ's sake. They taught me that prayer in primary school. You know, bless his food. Oh Lord, for Christ's sake. Amen. Listen, it's not Christ who is eating it. It's really for my sake that I need it blessed. Praise God. So now, during his earth walk, he was with the disciples. Anytime they ran into difficulty, they could run up to him. They could look up to him for help. You know, Peter, you know, could say, Lord, save me, when he was sinking as he was walking on the water. And Jesus caught him and helped him out in that situation. When they were on the ship and there was the, the, the storm and the water was coming in and it looked like they were going to perish, they could wake Jesus and tell him, Master, Master, carry us down not that we perish. You see, they could do that when he was on the earth with them. But Jesus was saying, another day is coming. I'm not going to be geographically with you on the earth like that. But listen, in that day, whatever you ask the Father in my name, the Father will give it to you. Remember what Jesus said in um, John 11, when he was by Lazarus' grave. John 11, from verse 40 to 44, we see the entire story. Where Jesus said, Father, I thank you that you hear me always. So the father always heard Jesus. I remember that 1 John 5, 
verses 14 and 15. The Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Now, according to 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15, Jesus hearing you is synonymous, or God hearing your prayer is synonymous with God answering. If God heard it, it meant you got the answer. Synonymous with God answering. There are many prayers God doesn't hear. He didn't hear them because they didn't come in line with his word. So he didn't hear them in the first place. But that place, Jesus said that the father always heard him. That meant the father always answers him. The father always answered his prayers. So when we pray in his name, it's as though it's Jesus doing the praying. And remember that the father always hears Jesus. And the meaning of the father hearing him always is that the father always answered him. So that means that when we pray in his name, we're sure of an answer. Now, tradition tells us that God always answers prayers. Sometimes it says yes. Sometimes it says no. Sometimes it says hold on. Believe me, you won't find that in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God by us. God has only one answer to prayer and it's yes. Amen. When we go to God on the basis of his word, according to his word, we're sure of an answer. So Jesus said, in that day, you shall not ask me nothing. You shall not erotile me. The first word that was used there. Whatever you will, aitio the father in my name. Aitio means to demand as your right and privilege. You see, we have rights in prayer. So some people say that, oh, why should I be praying for it? There are people that tell you that you don't ask. Everything you could need in is already provided in redemption. And that you shouldn't ask. That the new creation shall never ask for anything. Now that doesn't make sense. We see that Paul asked. We see that Paul prayed. We see that the epistles teach the believer to, to pray. For instance, in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, the Bible says be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request, 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 request be made known unto God. In Colossians 4, 12, Paul said, Epaphras, one of you, who uh, a laborer, who, who labors for you fervently, amen, in the Lord, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. So he prayed for those guys. Paul said, pray for me. Told, told the Thessalonian Christians that. So there's nothing wrong with asking. But this is what we need to understand about asking. The word ask. Now the first word is, was erotau. The other, the next one. You know, when Jesus said, and in that day he shall ask me nothing. You won't erotau me anything about anything. Well, I'm not a Greek scholar. Might not have gotten the pronunciation quite right. But he now said, whatever you will ask the father. Aitio the father in my name. He will give it to you. He said to have ye asked nothing in my name? I eat you, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. I eat you was always used there throughout. And what it simply means is that you demand. So even in praying, you see, you come to make a request, knowing that it is your right. You pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, making a request for what belongs to you. And you ask guaranteed of an answer guaranteed of an answer you see when you pray in that name all heaven is at attention angels are at alert amen because of the power the majesty that's in that name see the name of jesus is the key it's that name that grants us audience with the father that name that name has all majesty that name has all dominion praise god so the first use of the name we see is in prayer 
we pray to the father in the name of jesus he said ask and ye shall shall now you can't get more affirmative in the english language than to use the word shall or the word will ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full see god wants our joy full your joy can't be full if you're sick in your body. Your joy can't be full if your rent is due and the landlord is on your neck and you don't know where you're going to pay the money from. Your, your joy will not be full if there are issues that you just need God's answer, uh, God to answer, God to come through for in your life and you, you don't have those answers. Your joy won't be full, but you see God wants our joy full. And that's why he's told us to ask. He said, ask and ye shall, 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 shall receive that your joy may be full. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name. It's like this. You, this is a blank check. I've already signed it. You just fill in the check. My name is recognized in the storehouse of heaven. My name is recognized. My signature. My name is that signature. Once you present that signature, look, heaven is going to acknowledge it. The wire transfer is going to go through. Amen. Yeah. It's, the, the card is authentic. Now me get him. It's my card. And I'm giving you the unlimited use of my name. Whatever it is you could need. Whatever it is you could want. Because the wealth of eternities is in that name. The fullness of the Godhead is in that name. All that God is. All that God has. All that God could ever be is in that name. Amen. So we can ask the Father in the name of Jesus. That's the first use we see of the name of Jesus. Then we see a second use of the name in John chapter 14. John 14, verses 13 and 14. Jesus said, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He said, Ask. Amen. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, also, the word for ask here is aitio. And it means to demand. Now, this is a little different from John 16. John 16, 23 and 24, you pray to the Father about that situation in the name of Jesus. But John 14, 13 and 14 is not prayer. It's simply you demand. You demand. You make a demand in that name. An example. Let me illustrate that. Remember, in Acts 3, Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. Then there was a lame man by the gate beautiful. And Peter said to him, look on us. The Bible says, and he looked on them, expecting to receive something of them. Peter said, silver and gold have I none. He said, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You see, Peter didn't stop to pray. Peter just made a demand. Who did Peter make that demand of? Of the devil. Because it was the devil who had that woman bound. No, who had that man bound. It was the devil who had that man there crippled. It was the devil who did it. So Peter simply placed a demand. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And after he did that, he lifted him up by the hands. The Bible says, and he, his feet and ankle bones received strength. He walking and leaping, praising God, entered into the temple. So that's an example of that use of the name of Jesus. Now, if you read the Acts of the Apostles, we'll discover that there virtually wasn't any time they actually prayed for the sick. Is it right to pray for the sick? Yes, it is. For instance, John 16, 23 and 24 says, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Whatsoever will include healing. And um, James 5 you know, 14 and 15, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. 
And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Lord shall raise him up. And if you have committed sins, shall be forgiven him. So we see their prayer. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now verse 16 says of John 5, uh, James 5, James 5, 16 says, Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. So prayer, it's scriptural to pray for the sick. Nothing wrong with that. But we discover that in, in the Acts of the Apostles, they really did that. What did they do most of the time? They just demanded that the sick be healed. Like in Acts 3, 6, just demanded, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Well, Aeneas, he was um, uh, bedfast, you know, in Acts 9, verse 33 and 34, Peter got there and said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ, make it the whole. Arise, make up thy bed. He just demanded, Aeneas, rise up. Jesus makes you whole. He just demanded that the man be, uh, get up from his bed and be made whole. And he was. Praise God. We see in Acts 14, Peter, uh, Paul was preaching. The man had faith to be healed. Paul just told him, stand upright on thy feet. Yeah, he didn't pray. He just got the man to act on his faith. Now, the closest we see to them praying for the sick was in Acts 28 verse 8, where the Bible says Paul prayed on the island of Melita. He prayed, and then he healed the sick. Now, he might just have prayed to fellowship with the Father for himself, not necessarily for their healing. But even there, we're not told he prayed for their healing. We're just told that he prayed, and then he healed the sick. Praise God. Listen, you can use that name to demand that the sick be healed. Many times on the healing line, that's what I say. I just say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. What am I doing? I'm just demanding, making a demand in that name because the power is in that name. Praise God. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you in prayer. Here he said, ask and ye shall receive. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You see, he brings glory to the Father. The Son is magnified. When we use the name of Jesus like this, the name, that name that has our power, we can use it in demanding our rights, in demanding our privileges. Let's say you have a financial need. You can just demand that the need be met. You can tell the devil, Satan, take your hands off of my money. Then you say, ministering spirits, go forth in Jesus' name and cost the money to come. You demand, I claim such and such amount of money in the name of Jesus. You see, that's not prayer. That's John 14, 13 and 14. That's you making a demand in the name of Jesus. Or let's say sickness is trying to come on your body. The devil is trying to put sickness on your body. And you tell him, devil, no, no, if it's a joke, stop it. You're not going to put that here. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You have no right to violate it. And in the name of Jesus, I stand against you. Or maybe you are tempted to do something wrong. And in the face of temptation, you just say, no, devil, you don't do that. I'm not going to do that. I resist you in the name of Jesus. You see, yes, we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Yes, we've been delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. But you see, we still live in a world where the devil is God. The very atmosphere around about us is filled with hostile forces that will attempt to destroy our fellowship with the Father and to deprive us of our usefulness in the master's service. It's for this reason that God has given to us a mighty weapon to use against the adversary. And that weapon is the name of Jesus. And it's not only for us. It's also for the sake of the Satan-ruled men and women around us. We can make a demand. Demand that they be healed. Demand that they be set free. Demand, amen, uh, your victory in a situation. Just make a demand in that name. In that name. So that's the second use of the name. 
Well, a third use of the name of Jesus we see is in the prayer of agreement. Now, it's similar to what we said the first one, prayer, but this is a little different. In Matthew 18, Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, Jesus said that, and if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, Incidentally, the word ask there is also aetio. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 20 now gives the reason. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now, many times, we use Matthew 18, 20 for church services. That where two or three are gathered in his name, he's there. And yes, when two or three are gathered in his name, he's short there. But that's not what that verse was talking about specifically. It was talking about where two or three are gathered together to agree on something. In his name, he is there. Praise God. Now, the last time I checked, this is earth, right? Is it Pluto? No, it's not. Neither are we in Saturn or in Jupiter or in Mars. And Jesus said, if two of you shall agree on earth, on earth, as touching anything, anything that they shall ask, it shall be done. Amen. Listen, you as a person can be mighty in prayer. But sometimes just finding someone to agree with you in his name concerning what you ask. Jesus said, it shall be done. It shall be done of my father which is in heaven. And he tells us why. You see, we are agreeing in the name. If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done for them my father which is in heaven. Why? For Anytime you find a therefore or you find a for in the Bible, you may just as well uh, check to see what it is there for. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. You see, the name of Jesus takes the place of the resurrected Lord. Jesus is one with his name. Did you hear me? Jesus is one with his name. In actual fact, Jesus is his name. Jesus is his name. The name will do anything Jesus can do because he's in that name. He's in that name. He's that name. So when two or three are gathered together in his name, he's right there because that name represents him. That name takes the place of the resurrected Christ. Amen. So that's another use of the name. In the prayer of agreement, we can agree and it shall be done. It shall be done. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.